Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Level Up Podcast, and I'm your co-host, Brendan Payne. And we have been talking about shifts in the market here for, gosh, the last couple of months on different topics. And you've heard Greg and I talk about how we are dealing with the shift ourselves and how we're coaching our agents to deal with the shift. And one of the things that I wanted to share with you guys in this episode is what's happening right now with the shift in the market that's affecting agents' schedules so that you can be aware of this. And if it's starting to have a little bit of impact on you, you can turn around and do the things within your day that you need to to counteract what uh, effect that the market can have on you if you're unaware of that. So let's dive right in. Let's take a quick recap of some of the things that we know are happening right now. Obviously, we know um, across the country, showings are down on property. So what does that mean for agents? If showings are down, typically the agents have more time on their hands. And if we know the showings are down and then we look and see in most markets, pendings are down. And when pendings are down, those are a leading indicator that closings are going to be down in a couple of months. we got two things happening. One, you have agents that have got more time available to themselves and you have these what can be perceived as negative things going on in the market that if we don't kind of control our thoughts about them, then we start thinking, you know what? I've got this extra time. What's the point in even going and doing anything this afternoon? Why don't I just go and take some time off? Or why don't I go and just do something that maybe isn't as productive? Because think back six months ago, the urgency that buyers had, the urgency to go and find a property, to find a client was super, super high because we knew if we could find a client four, five, six months ago, a buyer was going to buy and they were going to write strong offers and they were going to have to be qualified. They're going to eliminate all these contingencies and stuff. It was going to make our job really, really easy once we found them. For sellers, we knew we were going to have nothing but great conversations talking about how much money they were going to sell their home for. And so if we could find a seller, we found a sale. There wasn't much laziness happened. We wanted to go out and be because the urgency in the market demanded that we match that, then we were all really excited. Now we see a little bit of shift, still tons of opportunity. How do we keep ourselves in the game so that we don't let our schedule get impacted by what's happening with the shifting in the market? All these stats and everything, it's sometimes it's easy when it starts getting in our head to take the uh, the route that's not going to help us build our business. I actually believe six months ago when the market was just, you know, so incredibly hot in most areas that there were a lot of agents, newer agents, maybe weren't established that were considering getting out of the business because that it was difficult for them. They The competition was really, really tough. They maybe didn't know how to write strong con- uh, contracts, how to have good conversations with sellers, how to negotiate the best deal. And so even though the market was so incredible, a lot of people at that point were considering like, man, is this going to work for me? But they stayed in, they stayed engaged because 
for them to get out at a point where the market was, you know, so good and everybody that they saw said, oh, my gosh, I bet you're killing it this year. It didn't make sense. So they kept moving along. They kept engaged. They kept doing something, hoping something would change. Now something's changed. Something's changed. That's the shift that we're experiencing. And what you do with that change is going to determine what you get out of it. There is a huge amount of opportunity in this shift for agents in all parts of the country. And we want to be able to make sure that you have some insight into how to take advantage of that. So what we're talking about today is five things that you need to do when you don't know what to do. So when you're sitting there and you may not have an appointment and usually in the afternoons you were out showing properties and now today you don't have one. How do you fill that time to make sure that you're getting what you deserve out of this gift that the market could be giving us right now in this show? First, number one, we need to begin to work a schedule that has a beginning and an ending time. Okay, and I'm not going to dictate or say where that beginning and ending time should be, but you need to have a start time to your day and a finish time to your day. If you've got stuff going on in, on a Wednesday or a Thursday, perfectly fine. Schedule that in there. Doesn't mean you have to work 20 hours a day. It does mean, though, that you have to be delivered about the time that you're going to be in there. Establish the start time to your day and establish the end time to your day. What that's going to require you to do then is get up and be in motion, be working when you say that your day begins. Then in the evening or late afternoon or whenever you establish that end time, if you have part of the day that's opened up there and you don't have an end time, it's just kind of like, well, when I finish up, I finish up then there's going to be times now when you don't have appointments that you're going to be able to finish up earlier. But is that the best move for your business? The best move for your business is establish what hours you're open, what hours are your business open, and then fill those hours with things that are going to allow you to grow your business. If you don't have something going on, don't just leave for the day. Top agents fill their day, regardless of whether it's appointment or something else, with activities that lead them to their goals. Okay. Also, just to illustrate this, I want to share with you like the reality of what this last couple of years in a crazy market has done for us. Because we as agents in this industry, we have been able to get by for the last two years getting full-time income in a lot of cases and not having to put in full-time effort. Here's what I mean by this. I ran one part of our market, one um, section of our market, a little bit bigger than the neighborhood. There's probably 15 neighborhoods, a few thousand homes in this area, very popular, and wanted to kind of illustrate like what's happened over the last couple of years with us as agents. I would imagine most markets are very similar to this. So this part of our market in 2019, the fourth quarter, so pre-COVID 2019, Residential homes, the average residential home price was $306,914. Now, I know we've got a lot of friends on the West Coast that watch the Level Up podcast. And yes, that was our average price point in 2019. I know that is it's kind of shocking, but there's a lot of parts in the world where that's that's the average price. So $306,914 in the fourth quarter of 2019. In the first quarter of 2022, so this year, 
the average price in that same area, residential resale homes, no new construction, residential resale homes was $446,472. That's a difference of $139,000 and some change. $139,000 difference over the course of just a little more than two years. When you look at that as a percentage, that's a 45% increase in the gross commission for selling one of those homes over just about two years. That's incredible. That's incredible. So when I say for a period of time, we were getting paid full-time income for part-time efforts, that's what was happening each year for the last 24 months. We could each quarter, we could have done fewer sales and made the same amount of money. Or if you did the same amount of sales or increased your transactions, you were making significantly more money. Okay, so we gotta be aware of that. And I would imagine there's parts of your market, if you're listening to this, that are very similar to that. The prices just may be different, okay? Number two thing that you need to do, right now you need to spend real time working on your skills in communication, okay? This is beyond memorizing scripts, internalizing scripts, and then making them your own. This is really about deeper communication skills on today's topics. The reason why that's going to be so important is because so many agents are in a position where they haven't experienced a market like this. And even if you have, if you were around selling in the last market shift, 2005 through 2007, and then things started really getting crazy from 2008 through 2013, you realize like you were in a shifting market, but it's different. The conversations are different than today's market shift that's happening. So even if you're an experienced agent, you have to be practicing the skills to be able to communicate effectively with your clients in today's market. And that has to be delivered, okay? Working on that stuff has got to be something that you put into your schedule because if not, then we just get busy and we start doing other things. And my suggestion would be you have to have that list of items that you want to improve on so that you can be delivered about the skills that you need to increase. Because when you sit down and say, all right, you know what, I need to probably work on a couple of conversations. I remember I'm having some challenges. I'm not getting my point across, I'm not as effective in the last week on some of these conversations, but when you go and sit down to try to remember what they were, a lot of times they don't come to you. So in the moment, if you're having a challenge, there's something that you don't feel 100% comfortable with, something you need to work on, polish up, go ahead and write that down. Keep that list with you and then be deliberate about knocking that skill out. So you figure out, all right, where did where do I need some help in this part of the conversation? Think through it, come up with a solution for it. If not, reach out to somebody that can help you with a conversation that's more um, effective at it. Reach out to one of us and we can share some uh, some insight to you. And then at that point, commit to actually learning that new skill. And in most cases, if you will sit down and take care of that one thing that's that's holding you up, then your confidence level for your next conversation is gonna be through the roof because you're not worried about that coming up. Number three, gotta find a way to make more contacts when you're not working. Of course, making more contacts right now is really, really important when you are working in business hours. But what I'm talking about is, do you have some things in place that are working for you 
while you are off. If you're on vacation overnight, um, when you close up for the day, what things do you have in place for your buyers and sellers to make sure that you're staying top of mind for them? If you work with a lot of sellers and you do some generating, some prospecting, one of the things that keeps people from growing their business, their listing side business, even when they're growing their contacts and talking to a lot of people is they get contact information from the people they talk to, and then they never set them up for anything automated from that point on. So you finish a call, you get their email. Hey, I'm going to get you my contact information. Stay in touch with you. Let me know if I can help you down the road. And then that person sits in a notebook or sits in your CRM where you just enter their information while you were calling and then you go on to the next thing and then you finish up for the day calling and you move on to your next task. And meanwhile, I've seen stacks of notes with people's contact information that still have never been entered into anything automated for that agent. So you did the hard part, heavy lifting's over, made a contact, got permission to follow up with them, and now, we're not doing anything so that in the future we can you know position ourselves as a resource for them so setting up systems to get the people that you already have in your database on some automated things very important on the seller side on the buyer side similar concept we have buyers that because they're not buying right now in our time frame then we haven't given them access to all the tools that we are looking for I'll give you a great example Somebody calls in, they want to see a property, they're looking at buying, they're moving into your area, and they're going to buy in the next 30 days. I can promise you, you've got them set up for all the buyer searches in all their areas. They're getting information about the areas, the schools, all that stuff. You're on it. What if they tell you that they're not buying for maybe six to nine months? What do we typically say as agents? A lot of times what I hear is, you know what? That's great. I'm going to stay in touch with you. And if you see anything liked, reach out to me, and then I'll touch base with you in six or seven months. Six or seven months go by, we give them a call. They have no idea who we are. They haven't gotten anything. They've been, you know, searching all over everybody's different sites in the in town. And somewhere along the line, somebody's probably reached out to them, taken a little bit of effort, set them up with some things that um, are going to be um, have value to them, followed up more often. And now that's their first choice. So because our time frame doesn't match with that buyer or, or their urgency doesn't match with what our urgency is, then we don't allow them to have access to the tools that we give the people who we know are really ready. That's a mistake. and We want to correct that. We want to give everybody the access to us to know the value that we bring so we can become their agent of choice. The fourth one is now is a really, really important time to learn and be up to date on what's going on in our industry. You have to become a student of your craft in any business real estate moves so quickly, it's just imperative that you're staying up on top of the current events, the current um, flavor of what's going on. You know, and there's so many different resources out there. Um, you've got national publications that send out a lot of just real estate related um, information. Now, this isn't a plug for anyone, but Inman has got a lot of information um, for a fairly inexpensive subscription. You can get the articles of what's current in real estate. Another one is RIS Media. They give good information. Keeping Current Matters gives great information. And so those are just three options to be able to know what's going on and know some of the subjects that are top of mind, not only with other agents in your industry, but it gives talking points 
um, of what the consumer is seeing as well. Now, here's my suggestion. Two suggestions actually on this. One, stay away from the drama articles. There's a lot of that, just like everything that, you know, that's got good information. There's some stuff to stay away from. Stay away from the drama and the, the headline grabbers and things that are people making these bold off-the-wall predictions that nobody can really make with any accuracy. Go to the ones that are kind of educational, the ones that are not trying to sway your opinion. They're just providing some updates and some data. Those are going to be the ones that are most useful. Okay. The other thing is, this is a really important category, but it's also equally important to schedule this time. Limit your time. You could go, I mean, you can go down the rabbit hole um, on these uh, on these sites because there's just one article after another. You don't want to go and spend two, three hours doing this. Just once a week, a couple of times a week, check in, see what the hot topics are, have an education. These are great topics, by the way, when you know, you're in a social event and you know you get that hey what do you do i'm in real estate and it's like oh how's the market these are great to kind of you know have something besides like let's talk about what the prices and stuff are doing shows that you've got a, a pretty good handle on the industry when you're talking about some of these things that you can learn um outside of the day-to-day -day business that you're doing okay and then the last one that i'm going to share with you is very important right now to make sure that you move your business forward every week, either through implementation or optimization. Move your business forward every week with something through implementation or op optimization. Implementation just means choosing one new thing, very simple thing, not a huge project, something simple that you can implement in your business that has been missing. You know, maybe it's a new lead source that you want to um, tackle. Maybe it's a new um, process for one of your admins that they need to do that's going to make you more efficient. Okay, that's implementation. Optimization means taking something that you're already doing and you know in the back of your mind that, you know what, I just, I probably need to tweak this a little bit. It's just not dialed in the way that it needs to be and optimize it, get it working the way that it should. Okay, your growth in your business is not going to be some um, unbelievable thing that you come across and then you're just like, oh my gosh, I did this and then my, I doubled my business. That's not how you grow in most businesses and definitely not real estate. Growing your real estate business is going to be completing a bunch of implementations, systems, skills, things like that, and optimizations within your business. So when you string a bunch of those together over a period of time, you look back and you go, I kept knocking off these little bitty things. And then it created this huge increase in my business and it created this huge increase in my efficiency. So the way you're going to grow is a series of small steps. Don't look for the huge ones. Very important. You schedule this again into your day. So you can Think back, the very first thing I said was create a schedule, have a beginning time and an ending time. If you've got those parts of your day that you're just kind of, you know, not a lot going on, don't cut your day short. Go pick one of these things and start increasing your focus in one of these areas. And that will allow you to actually begin to grow and take advantage of what this shift is offering most of us. So 
Thank you so much for taking the time to to watch this and be part of our community. Um, we love doing these Level Up podcasts for you. And, um, you know, we love your feedback. So if you like them, you don't like them, you've got suggestions, um, please continue to get um, those over to us. And um, go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And, um, you know, always leave us feedback. We, we really enjoy that. And until next time. Thank you so much, and here's to leveling up.